This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Entrepreneurs Get Visible. I'm joined today by Nikki James and we want to have a big conversation with you about building your personal brand and why this shouldn't be something that you slap on top of everything else you're doing, why your brand is about you. So hello, Nikki, and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, more than welcome. So tell us a little bit about what you do and how you help people. Okay, so I am a brand expert and strategist and my whole massive sort of mission in what I'm trying to do is to get women, because I specifically work with women, to unlock their full potential and get them to realise that actually they can completely and utterly transform their business by being true to who they are and building that brand that looks, feels and sounds like them. And I think we spend so much time now thinking that oh, well, I've got my logos and websites done, so that's my brand finished. But actually, you need to be living and breathing your brand every single day. So it's a huge part of what I'm trying to get people to think differently of, because I think especially when you're starting out, you fall into that trap of thinking that it's just that, don't you? Yeah, for sure. And I've, I've done this a couple of times where I just think, well, I, I'm, I'm going to start a new business, so I'll just get a, a logo done and that'll be it. I'll have my logo. And hey, presto, once I've got the logo, I can build the website and that's it. And it's so much more than that. And when you get, when you, when you don't get this right, it becomes harder to show up in your own business on social media because it doesn't represent you. Yeah. And I think that's a massive thing. And it's probably how our businesses align quite well, because obviously you're all about visibility and like getting yourself out there. Well, what I notice with a lot of my clients, and I'm sure you find the same when we're trying to position ourselves and we think we've got this brand nailed and we're trying to position ourselves as who we think we should be. Actually, we really struggle to do all those things people tell us to do, to show up live, to go to post content, to do all the things that we need to do to get ourselves out there because it's like we're putting on a facade or like a bit of a mask of who we think we need to be, what a successful entrepreneur is. And actually, I want people to strip that mask off like, and to break down that facade and just be who they are because then suddenly I was the girl when I first started out being visible and I don't know where it came from had like a ridiculous nervous blink (laughs) I kid you not it was like my eyeballs went like 10 to the dozen and I've never had that before and it was because I spent so much time worried about me and who how I was being perceived and how I was going to show up and actually I got over all of that just by realizing that I could just be who I am and I can you know lose my train of thought I can laugh at myself and I can bring my personality to the table And people are still going to like me for it. So it's okay. So I think if we actually start living and breathing that brand, we will find all the things that we need to do to get our businesses further ahead a hell of a lot easier. And it's about not actually fighting it. And I think what what I see a lot of people doing, particularly, you know, they've, they've trained as a coach and they know they want to have more impact. They know they've got big plans, but they don't know how to go about it. They haven't got business knowledge. They've maybe been successful in some other field, but they've not, never developed a personal brand. They are maybe trying to fall into a cookie cutter type scenario where they see what other people are doing. They see how other people are making money online and they think that they have to walk that walk. And I've done this myself, kind of looking around and seeing, well, how are people offering things to female entrepreneurs? So there's a lot of pink around. There's a lot of mint green around. Well, I'd better do that. And actually, that couldn't be further from me and what I represent and what I stand for and what I like. 
And, uh, but I'm, I'm not alone, particularly female entrepreneurs. You must come across that a lot. Oh my goodness. But I did that. So mm-hmm. even though I had all that knowledge and I knew really I needed to be myself and I needed to put myself out there, I did that exact same thing. When I came into the online space, I spent a lot of time and there was this one particular person that I absolutely idolized. And I just thought like, well, she's just got it all together. Like she seems to be the brand queen. Everybody's talking about her. Everybody thinks she's incredible. And I talked myself out of jobs because I was like, oh my God, this woman's just amazing. And actually what I started to do was spend so much time looking at what she was doing and what other brand people were doing. But without even noticing it, I started to form into a version of them. And I was like, I don't want to be a version of them. That's not who I am. That's not what I teach. That's not what I do. Actually, I want to be a version of me. And I always wondered why we were always like head to head when it came to like clients. And it was because essentially we were saying the same thing. Like I went down the like blush pink, like black and white route. I thought that was what I'm, I've never worn blush pink in my life. Like, <laughs> so like, why did I suddenly decide to go down this route? Because I yeah. thought it's what I needed to do because I'm a woman and I needed to yes. be too bold, couldn't be too out there because what happened if I put people off well, guess hello who has slap bang bright red. And it took me a long time to be brave enough to do that. But it's absolutely everything I stand for, yeah. right? And I think that this is where people come unstuck because they think, well, my ideal client, if she's a woman, she must be all light and fluffy. And being. That's not the case. That's not the case. And how can you differentiate yourself if yeah. you're trying to be exactly the same as everybody else? Yeah. And think how much like people are scrolling through social media and how quickly we scroll through social media. Mm-hmm. You've got to find a way that's going to stop that person from scrolling. And that's not going to be doing the same thing as every other person that does what you do. That's going to be digging into who you are and almost controversially stop thinking about that ideal client on the other end because that ideal client will come because they will connect with who you are mm-hmm. and we find a lot of the time we say the things that we think we need our ideal client want to hear and actually it needs to be what we want to say because they'll connect with that anyway so tell me then how people get this massively wrong what does it look like when someone gets it really wrong they start in the online space They look at all of their competition and what they're doing and think that they need to create something that's similar. And you see it a lot. It happens a lot in like wedding industries and in the coaching industry that everybody starts to look the same because they think that's what they need to do to be successful. And they get their logo. Some of them will get websites. Other people won't. And then that's it. They're like, right, I'm done. But they've spent no time right in the beginning actually working out what are we trying to achieve here? What are we trying to get out there? Like, who are the people we want to speak to? What does our brand vision look like in five years time where are we actually trying to get to because we can't brand for where we are now we have to brand for where we want to be who the people we want to work with and actually we need to dig deep into everything that makes us different and everything that makes us special and bring that to the forefront and that might be your slightly quirky personality or that might be you using your own journey to be able to connect with your audience and to be able to tell your teachings in a way nobody else has because let's face it there's no new news nobody's teaching anything completely and utterly new like because it's impossible but you can put your twist on everything that you're putting out there and showcase it in your way Mm. that suddenly your client's going to have that penny drop moment because they're going to connect with how you've said it and they're going to like what you've brought to the table that no one else can bring to the table so we can spend all this time looking at other people like creating the like obvious logos the obvious visuals but actually if we don't spend that time in the beginning really working out who we are and what differentiates us we're going to forever feel like we've hit a ceiling I think there's something really interesting you said there, which is about create your brand for where you want to be. 
Yeah. Because this is part of what I teach. If you don't set that vision, set yeah. that level of authority, if you don't walk that from the beginning, you won't get there. Because if you create something on the cheap, if you haven't got all of the brand elements together, and I can say this because I got it wrong myself. Yeah. And that's what you're saying too. Yeah. But the moment that I realized that actually I need to position myself way higher than where I feel I am right now, because if I don't do that, I'm always going to be scrabbling along among, the, I wouldn't say the shit heap. So let's go with that, right? Loads of people are fighting for the bottom of rungs of the ladder. What happens if you deliberately elevate yourself yeah. through your branding? And I mean, I've done this even a couple of years ago. I had a photo shoot where I got a photo shoot done that was just as boring and dull as every other person's photo shoot out there, which doesn't stand out, didn't represent me and who I am. And it was only as I kind of, I guess I got more confident in showing up in the online space that I was just like, I don't even feel like me. That's not representing me and who I am. And so you're missing massive amounts of opportunity and credibility and memorability if you don't do that work to work it out in the first place. But that's a massive part of the fear, isn't it? It's the fear that you're positioning yourself too big for your boots. It's the fear that you're going to step into a space that you don't belong in. It's like the fear of the unfamiliar woman. I just spoke to my audience about this the other day and I said, it's like, we can see this person that we want to become. We can feel it. It's almost like it's like you're, you're right tipping on the edge of it. Mm-hmm. But then we get to that point that we feel like that person's unfamiliar. So we retract back and we can't step into it because we're like, well, no, like if I go there, I won't be comfortable. I won't get clients. This won't happen. So we position ourselves for our like little safety bubble where we are now and we brand ourselves for our safety bubble where we are now. And actually what we want to be doing is branding ourselves for the person that we want to be, the person that who's going to make changes in the world, the person that's going to get to that point, the person that's going to serve the people they want to serve and actually unlock their true potential. And we need to spend as much time working out what that is and aiming and striving for that and feeling confident enough that we can be that than staying in that safety bubble because we'll stay in that safety bubble forever if we ever if we continue to stay like that. So how much of this is a confidence thing then, then Nikki? I think a massive part when I work with my clients all the time within my first section, which is getting to know what you're want, wanting to do in the world, it all comes down to confidence. It's believing that actually you can be that person. And it's really interesting. And actually, it's something that I've only started to tap into recently is that I've noticed that you can have all the strategies and you can have all the tools, but until you start to actually believe that you can be that unfamiliar woman and take that blooming great big leap, and it doesn't matter what stage of your business is at. And this is what I always like to say. You can't think that the people that you look up to that have seem like they've got all their shit together, have, because at each different level, you go through a period of up-leveling and you still have to step into that unfamiliar woman. But it's having that clear brand vision of, this is what I want my brand to look like. This is how I want to communicate this. And now I'm going to go and do it. And I'm not going to let something stop me. That's the difference. And that's where people get their brands wrong, right? Because people have this misconception. It's a logo and a website and that's it. It's done. I can park it. We have to live our brand forever. Like I live my brand every single day. You live your brand every single day. We step up and we own it because it is us. It's every single thing that we do. It's every time we show up. It's every time we talk to our audience. I think that what you and I, our brand messages are quite similar. So Nikki talks a lot about just brand you. I talk about getting visible, but it's about showing up as who you are, letting the world know what you represent and what you're good at. And there's a lot of imposter syndrome stuff that comes up. But what I want you, those of you listening today to really get out of this this interview today is that you've got a choice as to how people see you online. And you've got a choice as to whether you let yourself stand out or whether you're literally not noticed. 
And if you're putting in all of the hard work of doing your social media content, but everything you're doing is bland and unmemorable, then literally what is the point? Well, it's just safe, isn't it? Yeah. You think you're putting yourself in this. But then you see a lot of people, especially when they start out and they go down, I like to call them like selly sellies. So they feel like what they always need to do is just put the sell out. So they're like, and then they hope that by some miracle, their ideal clients are just going to come mm-hmm. and they're just going to love them and they're going to think they're amazing. You've built no connection with that person. And I think a massive part of building a brand is building that connection with your audience. It's like building those raving cheerleaders that think that everything that you say is just another way that speaks to them. Like you said, like bland content's not going to get you anywhere. Silly Sally content's not going to get you anywhere. Content that means something that's real and comes from the truth of who you are as a person is the thing that's going to get you noticed. So this is maybe um, a good good chance to ask this. Some people really worry about, well, if I show who I really am, I'm going to be judged. Yeah. And maybe some of my backstory isn't the nicest stuff that I want to share. Or maybe I, I don't want to show areas of my life where previously I felt weak. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that in terms of building your own personal brand? So brand story is like massive. And I completely and utterly get that you always have this fear when you open up that part of yourself. But my advice when you're thinking about your brand story is to get out all the parts that you want to tell and you pick that nugget of information that's got a relevance to your client. So a way that you're going to then be able to pay that back to your clients, make them not sit at the end of it and go, why she just told me that? Because what we don't want to do is get to the end of our brand story and go, Ta-da! and then they're like, huh? What? Yeah, this is not this is yeah. not about showing all of your dirty washing. No, right? and also it's about telling it when you're out of the other side of whatever that is that you're trying to mm-hmm. tell. So I talk quite a lot about like I didn't have the easiest childhood. My dad was a violent alcoholic, and he made me feel. And I didn't tell this part of my story until I could identify with the reason why I was telling it. Mm-hmm. What was the reason for telling it? And it made me realize that actually what it was was I realized that he was making me feel like I had to be seen and not heard, like. I was an inconvenience for him if I was everything that a normal kid would be. And actually that spurred on a lot to my story now in the sense that actually I'm trying to make women realise that they can be true to who they are and that they should be seen and heard so it's a relevance. So I can pay it back. So when I tell that story, whether or not it feels like it's coming from a vulnerable place, it's important to be vulnerable with your audience, but only if you've got a reason for being vulnerable, not just going on and being like, let me just tell you this tragic part of my story and then just leave them there. Because it's awkward then, isn't it? Yeah. And I think this filters through into podcast episodes and into a book that you might write or be thinking about writing. Because sometimes when we deliver content, that's great. That's useful. That's valuable. But the bits that we actually remember are the storytelling bits. And, you know, people will often reach out to me and say, oh, I I, I got you. Someone messaged me the other day. I really got what you were talking about because I, I was an actor and then I didn't continue. And I really got and someone else said, well, because you were disabled, I really got that. And, I, and so you become memorable. You stand out because you bring that story to the forefront. And yeah. for any of you who really shy away from letting people see who you are, I really encourage you to just give it a bit of a go. Go with it. I guess also remembering that like you've got your brand story, but then you've obviously got storytelling. So like every time I'm trying to find like a a way that's going to get my audience to understand something, I'll open my eyes to everything that's going on around me because every single day there's going to be a new thing. Like I've told stories about seagulls and (laughs) like goodness knows what else, like so that I can start to put my own ways of saying things. So 
even if at the moment you're not like massively confident in being like, here's my brand story, I'm going to tell it to the world, start off just practicing storytelling just by everyday things that you see or experiences or conversations that you have or even stuff that you see on the telly because there's stuff everywhere that you can take inspiration from and think to yourself, how can I use this to make what I'm saying more interesting and to make it more unique to me? And that's almost a good place to start, but you definitely should be telling your actual brand story. So I've asked you about what happens when this goes wrong. What happens when this goes right for people? How do you know you've got it right? Because you start to get people say me too. And you start to get people say, I get it. I understand why I need this person in my life. And you end up not fighting anymore like Rocky Balboa. Like I always feel like when you first start out in the online space, you feel a little bit like you're continuously fighting to get your Adrian. Yeah. Adrian. And I always do that to my audience. I think they think I'm crazy. I am a bit crazy, but I've embraced it. But yeah, like you always feel like you're fighting. And once you really step into your power and who you are and who you want to show up to the world, people are attracted to you. It's like you become this client magnet, like building a brand where you're just yourself. You become this client magnet. You also no longer think about all the other people that do what you do because it doesn't even matter about them anymore because your people are attracted to you and their people are attracted to them. And you find that easier to deal with. So if you do have somebody that inquires with you and inquires with someone else, you're all right when you lose them because you realize they're not your people and you realize that you're just opening up the space for the next person to come in and it completely changes your mindset. I remember I had a um, conversation once with a, with a magazine that said to me, like, what's your big tips for imposter syndrome? I was like, I haven't, I'm not a mindset expert. I haven't got this like whiz kid tip that I'm going to be able to give you. But I know for a fact that with me, when I stopped trying to be something else and just started being myself, that was when my imposter syndrome disappeared. And that was when my clients came. So I don't have to, yeah, obviously when I launch, I have to like do the sale thing, but to get my one-to-one clients, they come because they like what I've got to say and they connect with who I am as a person. So when you're working with someone then to create their brand, where do you start? Is it about looking at their story and then working out? Tell me about that process. So I've got like a signature system, which is define brand you, become brand you and live brand you. And we spend most of the time in that define brand you section. So working out who it is that you want to serve, working out what it is that you want to achieve, working out what you stand for, who you are, thinking about your story. So all of that stuff is probably the most important part of building a brand. But yeah, it's the part that we overlook or the part that we realize when we're a few years on, oh yeah, I should have probably have thought about that because actually now I need it because everybody else is doing it and I'm a little bit behind and now I've got to do all that work now. So I think really thinking about that differentiation in the beginning and working out exactly who you are in the beginning is the most crucial part. Then you can move on to the visuals because your visuals then work for you because then your visuals will start to look like you. They'll start to feel like you, the copy on your website. Like Mm -hmm. you want people to be reading the copy on your website and looking at your brand photos and going, I want to work with this woman because you're so in tune with who you are and you'll stop having that barrier. So it's really important to start looking at that first section first all within who are you, what are you trying to achieve and what are you going to get out of this? Who do you want to become? It's so it's so true, that thing you were saying about when you step into who you are and how you are and all of your foibles and your mannerisms and all of that back history and your story. Competitors are not then your competitors in the same way that when you're playing that rat race of trying to copy. They're just not. Yeah. So I, I know people who you know, like you say, they might come on for a call with me, but if they're going to a competitor, well, actually, there is no contest as far as I'm concerned. They get me, they love me, they're going to want to work with me or they're not a good fit. And that's really the decision. But you can't enable people to make those choices if you're not showing up in the first place. 
Yeah, completely agree. And I think a lot of people hide who they are because they, like you've said earlier, like they fear to be who they truly are because we fear that we're going to be judged. There is a massive difference. You hide behind your logos and websites, but we're trying to tell people to step out from that. So you are going to put yourself in a more vulnerable position. And that is going to give you the worries of the fact that suddenly it's you. Like, it's not like when you're in your nine till five and they ask you to do a presentation. You're like, yeah, it's all right, because it doesn't matter. Like now I'm like, right, put yourself at the front of that. And you're like, oh my goodness, no, 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 no. And I get that. But that takes practice. And the only thing that you have to do is just keep doing it and keep at it. And it makes a huge difference. But if you no longer have to worry that you muck up, like I get tongue-tied all the time. Me too. All the time. I'm always Me too. Like, oh, that sounded I terrible. tell terrible, awful jokes. I start sentences, I haven't got a foggiest idea what I'm gonna say next. And the don't even know where I started from. And no one else laughs, and you're like, Yep, that went down the toilet. Great. <laughs> but then the white people That's do the story of my life, laugh. Nikki. Jokes no one else laughs at, but I think yeah. they're funny. So <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so Tell me about the difference this has made to some clients you've seen when they've they've gone from not having it sussed to getting it right. What's the transition? Like complete and utter light bulb moments and confidence within themselves. Like I get all of my wins from my clients. Like for me, like money's like an an energy exchange for what I have to do. Like I honestly get my success and my excitement from them. So when you see someone that comes to you, And they're not showing their true selves. And this could be at any part of their business. And they're wondering why they're not getting the clients that they want and they're not getting the customers that they want. And then suddenly, like, we do all this deep inner work as to what it is that they're trying to get out there. And they do that. And the clients come. Like, I've had clients that, like, the day they've launched, like, because they're speaking to them so well, have had, like, inquiries, like, that they've just been like, I don't even know where these have come from. I don't even understand how that's happened. And I'm like, it's just because you're shining. It's just because you're there now. Like, it's because they can see you. And they can see the real you, not this, like, version of you, like, in your little cocoon box. And it is phenomenal. The confidence and the change that you see in people and what they then go on to do and the fact that they then feel like nothing's as much of a block anymore. So for someone then who needs to get started with this, who thinks maybe they've gone down the fairly bland route that doesn't actually show anything of who they are whatsoever and they know that they need to get more visible because they're listening to this podcast and that's what we're talking about here, what would you say to them? Just take down the facade you don't need any airs or graces or telephone voice like there's no power suits here guys like just be completely and utterly true to who you are and just sit there like allow yourself some space to be able to sit there like I do it on like rolls of brown wallpaper with like multicolored pens and I sit there and I say to myself what am I actually trying to achieve here and I come back to that at every single point that I feel that I've I need a change in direction or there's a pivotal moment about to happen. And I sit back and I ask myself, what am I trying to achieve? I think one of the strongest things that you'll be able to work on within your brand is probably your brand message and getting that completely and utterly nailed. Being able to say really clearly, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is why you need me. And this is what we're going to do together. Like that moment becomes then a filter that you can run everything else through. I think it can take people a little while to get to that point. Because we can reel off a sentence that encapsulates that. But I know certainly for me, when I came in the online space, I've played around. I've tested different things. I've Mm -hmm. failed at things. I've got things wrong. And it's through that process. Yeah. But if I had worked with someone at that point four years ago to really help me hone that, and not just about a company that I wanted to create, but who I am. Who you are. Because I think it's important that even if you're building something that is a business, that you also build your personal brand. If you have any intention to be a speaker, a writer on podcasts, it's you 
not that business. Yeah. So you almost need to be doing them in partnership. And I wish, I wish to God someone had said, Anna, slow down. Actually, I never slow down. I always go full speed ahead. But I wish someone had kind of gone, you don't just need to build that. You need to build you. Yeah. Because I think then... Well, I always felt like I had to do a complete U-turn on everything that I was putting out there. And that was quite painful. So use your voice while you're still finding it, right? Like Mm. we never know that something's right until we put it out there into the world, but you're going to feel a hell of a lot more comfortable about it if you're doing it. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So Nikki, how can someone come find you? So my business name is Just Brand You and pretty much all of my social channels are around that. So you could just look for Just Brand You or my website is justbrandyou.co.uk. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Nikki, and doing a live Entrepreneurs Get Visible podcast episode with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, guys. So if you've been listening, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And I'm just going to remind you that right now, the doors to my mastermind, the podcast mastermind, where we look at not just how you build your business, the front end of your business, but we also, we we make sure you know how to funnel people in, nurture people. You stand out as that authority figure. You are your brand. But we also have that opportunity to grow and scale your podcast because it is the fastest growing medium on the planet Plus, we've got an opportunity to become a co-author right now. If you sign up to join, you will become part of a collaboration. So go check it out at annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash mastermind. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.